Hey friends, welcome back to your Good Life Now podcast. I am Frankie Martinez, and I hope your 2022 is off to a great start. Since it is the beginning of the year, I thought that it would be great to focus on vision and how to create a compelling vision for your future. So this podcast is going to be about how to create a compelling vision, overcome obstacles to a compelling vision. What is a compelling vision? It's something that moves you. And you're going to find out why a vision should move you. It should tap into your emotions. It should make you want to run. And that's what we're going to find out today. So let's jump right into it. There's a verse in the Bible, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, where it's talking about how Jesus was able to endure the cross, how he was able to physically endure so much physical pain and why he did it, obviously, for us. But there's a key in that sentence that I really want to share with you, and it says, For the joy set before him that Jesus endured the cross. For the joy set before him, Jesus was able to endure the cross. Now, I like how he says the joy because he calls his vision joy. He was looking to that vision to get through the cross, to endure what he had to go through. And the first thing I want to share with you about getting your compelling vision is that your vision should bring you joy. He could have said for the vision set before him. But the Bible wanted to make clear that his vision brought him joy. It moved him. And this is so important because your compelling vision should bring you joy. If it doesn't move you emotionally, it's not a good vision. If your vision isn't bringing you joy, if it doesn't tap into your emotions and touch you and just makes you want to run, then it's not a good vision and you need to get a better vision for your life because your vision, a God vision, a compelling vision should bring you joy just like it did Jesus. So here we see two things. First of all, that your vision should bring you joy for the joy set before him, the vision set before him, what? Jesus endured the cross. Another thing this tells us about our vision is that your vision gives you power to push through the difficulties of life. And this is why I wanna talk today about how to get a compelling vision because if you can get a compelling vision, you'll be able to overcome the difficulties of life. Now don't get me wrong, we all have difficulties in life, regardless. It's just, Jesus said, in this life, you will have troubles, trials, and tribulations. There's there's all kinds of stuff we got to go through in life, okay? So regardless of what, we're going to face stuff. But the difference is, are you going to get through the stuff? Are you going to get through the stuff with a smile? Are you going to get through the stuff better than you were before? And how you can guarantee that is by having a compelling vision for your life. The vision, the joy set before Jesus enabled him to endure the cross, your compelling vision will give you the power you need to push through all the difficulties of your life. So how do we get a vision? I love this verse in the Bible, Genesis 13, 14, and 15. God is talking to Abram, who is the founder, founding father of faith, okay? He was the, he's the guy that the Bible uses as an example for faith. And In this passage of the Bible, God is speaking to Abram, and listen to what he tells him. Just the the words that God uses to speak to Abram is so filled with gold when it comes to having a compelling vision for your life. The Bible says, and the Lord said to Abram, after Lot had separated from him, listen to what God says. He says, lift your eyes up now from the place where you are north, south, east, and west, for all the land that you see, 
I will give to you and your descendants forever. All the land that you see. Another translation says, as far as you can see, I will give you that land to you and your descendants forever. First of all, how do you get a vision? First thing God says, lift up your eyes from where you are. So clear. Lift up your eyes from where you currently are. Don't let your current situation dictate your future. Don't let where you are today dictate what the rest of this year is going to be like for you. Don't let what the circumstances look like around your life today determine or dictate or make a a choice or decision for you of what your future is going to look like. No, because your circumstances shouldn't dictate your future. What does God say to Abraham? He says, lift up your eyes. You see, in order to get a real compelling vision for your future, the first thing we got to do is lift our eyes up from what's around us. Lift our eyes up from the um, obstacles that are in front of us, from the discouragement that may be surrounding us, from the negativity that you may see or even believe yourself. What you got to do is lift up your eyes from all these circumstances, lift them up over those things so you can see what's beyond. And if you first just look beyond what's in front of you, and that's so key because sometimes we feel like, well, I don't have a vision because all I see is this. All I see is things going wrong. All I see is everything that's against me. All I see is all these things. Lift up your eyes. I want to encourage you to get a compelling vision for your life. Lift up your eyes from where you are. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what you're distractions are, your disappointments, your circumstances, the difficulties or obstacles that are in front of you. I don't know what they are, but I do know that if you can lift up your eyes above those obstacles and look beyond, you will see a compelling vision for your future, for your life, for this year. And isn't that faith? Faith is seeing the unseen. We can't allow what we see in front of us, what we're facing today, is not going to determine your future, okay? So the first thing that verse says is to lift up your eyes from where you are and see beyond. And then the next thing just goes right back to it. It says, all the land that you see, I will give you. And like I said, I love the other translation. It says, as far as you can see, I will give it to you. Now, what does that mean? It means that you set the limits of your life by your vision. You set the limits of your life by your vision of your future. Well, what do you mean, Frankie? It says, as far as you can see, I will give you. So the question is, how far can you see? How far can you see? How far can you see God moving in your life this year? What can you see God doing? What prayers do you see God answering? What goals do you see achieving? What what do you see in your life? What does your life look like? How far can you see? You see, this is so important because God is the ultimate creator. And we are to be imitators of God and create too, right? But all creation begins with a vision. Every single thing that was ever invented, it started with a vision. It started... Uh, being in somebody's mind first. And as it was in somebody's mind, as they saw this vision, then they began to pursue how to bring that vision into reality and to bring it into the physical world. 
Well, everything has to start with a vision and your life too. Every good thing in your life, it's got to start with a vision. It's got to start with a compelling vision. It's got to start with you looking beyond the circumstances of where you are today, lifting beyond those obstacles and seeing as far as you can see. How far can you see for your life today? What can you see God doing in your life? How far can you see God moving in your life? How much can you see of the favor and blessing of God invading your life? I got news for you, friends. As far as you can see, that's what God will give you. As far as you can see, that's what God will give you. So my question again to you is how far can you see? This is how you get a compelling vision. So in order to really get a compelling vision, we got to understand what is against us creating a compelling vision. What clouds our vision? Now, I like to use the word cloud because if you realize it, the sun is always shining, even on a cloudy day, even on a dark day. The sun is always shining, but clouds is what comes in between the sun shining and us, and it looks like a dark day. But in reality, the, the sun is not dimmed. The sun didn't lower its power. The sun is doing what it's always done. It's just that there's clouds between us and the sun. So that's what's blocking our vision. So things that cloud your vision is something that your vision is alive. God has so much for you, and God has a compelling vision for you. But what's blocking you from seeing that vision, from the vision that God has for you, to where you are, what is clouding that vision? I think there are three things that can cloud your vision. First one we talked about is the circumstances around you, okay? Obstacles, maybe, you know, whatever obstacles are in front of you today. It's your circumstances, your job, your bank account right now, your family situation right now, maybe your, I don't know, your health, your body. These are all different circumstances that can cloud your vision. It's it's what's in front of you, okay? The second thing is your past. Sometimes when you experience disappointment, if you don't let go of the past, then you won't be able to move forward. You know, like the saying says, you cannot drive forward looking only at the rearview mirror. You got to forget about the rearview mirror and move forward. Look at the windshield and see what's in front of you to move forward. Your past doesn't equal your future. It's another powerful quote I heard, I think from Tony Robbins. He says, your past doesn't equal your future. So these, this is another thing that clouds your vision. The last thing is your beliefs about yourself. And I think a lot of times our beliefs about ourselves come from the other two, come from our circumstances we experience, and which leads to a negative past. And so now we allow those circumstances and our past and our obstacles to develop a belief about our life, ourself, where we're at, what we're going to do, what it's going to look like. And... So those are just three things that cloud it, but how do we enlarge it? How do we remove the cloud? Well, to enlarge your vision, the first thing I believe that is so life-changing is to get into the Word of God. You're like, come on, Frank. No, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Listen to me. If you will read the Bible every single day, just a couple minutes a day, it's all it takes. A chapter a day is all it takes. It will rock your world. It will literally change your life. If you don't have a Bible app on your phone, you need to get it. It's called Version. It's the best Bible app, and it has tons of programs where you can follow a daily Bible reading plan. So you basically just sign up for one. It's super easy on the app. And then guess what? Every single day, you know what you're supposed to read. 
you know what you're supposed to read. And if you really don't know where to start, the one I love to do, which I'm doing right now, is has the New Testament and Psalms and Proverbs. So just look for a Bible reading plan, New Testament, Psalms and Proverbs, and that's some great, powerful stuff. You don't have to be deep, you know, into theology to understand anything. It's just basic, great, life-changing stuff. But the key to this, now you're saying, well, what does that have to do with me enlarging my vision? Because the Bible is called the Word of God, right? It's called the Word of God because it's God's Word. It's, it's literally God's voice in text. It's not a normal book. And if you would read it all the way through, if you would sign up for that Bible reading plan, New Testament, Psalms, and Proverbs, if you would read that all the way through in a year, you'll know what I mean, because it's not a normal book. It's a life-changing book because it's literally the Word of God. So if it's the Word of God, the reason why I say you should read the Bible, because even if you don't understand everything you're reading, if you would just read it, what happens is you'll begin to understand things. God will begin to open your eyes, and what's going to happen is you're going to get into the frequency of God of God's word. If you want to really hear God's voice, if you want to really hear what God is saying about you, about your future, about what he wants to do in your life, you need to get, you need to change the the, the frequency, the channel. Okay. You know, you know, if you, I don't listen to the radio much anymore. I have more into Spotify, on-demand streaming music and stuff like that. But back in the day when we used to hear the radio, there's still radios, most cars, okay? So you should understand this if you're super young. But if you listen to the radio, do you realize on the radio right now, as I'm speaking, there are multiple different songs playing at the exact same time. But you're only going to hear the one that you tune, that you dial into, that you hear. So if you put your channel, I don't know where you're listening from, but San Diego, if you put it to 92.5, then you're going to hear like old school music, okay? You're going to hear stuff like, Zap and Roger and, you know, War and, and Santana and all this stuff like that, right? But then if you change the channel to 933, you're going to hear modern pop music and R&B and hip hop stuff like that. Then you turn to 1015, you're going to hear classic rock music and, and then there's a jazz station. So basically what I'm saying is you got to understand that at the exact same time right now, there are multiple different songs playing on the radio at different times. But what determines what you hear is where you're dialing into, what channel you're choosing to listen to. You can choose to listen to any channel you want. And so the same thing happens with God is that God is always speaking. But the real question is, are we dialing into the channel where we can hear God's voice? Because there's a lot of stuff begging for your attention. There's stuff on the on your phone, on Instagram, on YouTube, on the Spotify, even on the radio, on the television, there's things, your friends, all these things are getting you to dial into their their frequency so you can hear that message. But if you read the Bible, what happens is you are dialing into the, the frequency of God. And when you do that, you're at the frequency where you can hear God's voice. And I'm telling you, when I read the Bible, I'll hear God speak to me about so many different things that I'm not even reading about, but it's because I'm at that frequency. I've dialed in to where God can speak, and that's powerful. And so if you are trying to get a vision for your life, your vision's got to come from God because God created you. He has the best vision for your life. And even more than that is it changes what you believe about yourself. The number one thing that's going to increase your vision for your life is to change what you think about yourself. You see, because 
your belief about you is what's setting a limit of, of the vision for your life. If you don't believe that you can do great things or own a business or do, you know, I don't know, whatever, have a family, get married, have kids. If you don't believe that you're good enough for these things, that you can achieve greatness in your life, then you're not going to be able to do it because your belief is going to control that vision and, and stifle it and give you a lower vision than what God really has for you. But when you increase what you believe about yourself, when you see yourself the way God sees you, then your vision begins to increase because now you believe who you really are. The, 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 the belief about who you really are increases. And so now you can believe for more because you are more. So you get it? I hope this is, I hope this is making sense to you because it really makes sense to me. And it's just, it's really a key to enlarging your vision is to change what you believe about yourself. And the number one way to change what you believe about yourself is to get into the Bible and to hear what is God saying about yourself? What does God say about you? If getting in the Bible is, is still really confusing for you, just give it a shot. Keep going through it. And what you can do is listen to podcasts like this. Listen to, you know, preaching, teachings, uh, biblical teachings, because that stuff will still get you into that frequency where God can speak to you. Read a book, read a book about this stuff or about God or find a topic, a biblical topic that you can read a book about because those things are just going to get you into that frequency where you can hear what God is saying about your life. And it's so important and it really changed my life. And I know it can for you if you would indulge in the Bible and read the Bible. I promise you, (laughs) probably the number one thing that's going to happen is you're going to change what you believe about you. And when you change what you think about yourself, what you believe about yourself, you will enlarge your vision, get a compelling vision. Then you can what? Then you can lift your eyes up from what's around you. And here's the last thing you got to do. Dream. Okay. Get that dream going so strong. Once you change what you believe about yourself, lift up your eyes from where you are, then dream. Let God dream through you. Just dream dreams. Just close your eyes and envision a, a better future. What would your dream life look like? What would it look like? If you got to see it, see it and let it move you because that's going to be a compelling vision, a moving force. Dream again, okay? It's so important to dream. We used to dream as kids all the time. We could dream about big things, dream about you know achieving all these things. And we had no limits as a child. But as we get older, we get all these limitations that we adopt. But the truth and reality is those limitations that we have adopted aren't from God. God is a dreamer and he wants us to dream again. I mean, think about the verse we shared last week, the verse for the year 2022. I'm going to reread it right here because it's about dreaming. Ephesians 3.20, it says, now to him, talking about God, now to God who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. Keyword there is imagine. God is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. God uses your imagination to create your favor, your blessing, miracles in your life. God is able to do more than you ask or imagine. Guess what? If you're not imagining, then you're not giving God that material to work with. It's your imagination. It's your dreaming of a greater future. It's your dreaming of a compelling vision for your life. 
When you dream that, when you imagine that, then now God has something to work with. Now God says, now I'm gonna take what you imagine and I can make that happen. I can bring that to pass. God is able, but what are you imagining? So I hope this really encourages you. Just spend some time. I feel like this podcast has homework to it, okay? Like you need to turn off this podcast and get some time alone and just just pray. Just spend some time alone. Like lift up your eyes from those circumstances and say, God, let me dream again and get a great, compelling vision for your life. Because if you don't have a vision for your future, then you're just going with whatever comes along. And we need to have a great vision. We need to have a direction for our life. We need that compelling vision in our life to drive us, to motivate us. It's going to empower you to push through the difficulties in life and to create a better future for you and your family. So I hope this is encouraging and inspiring you to create a compelling vision for your life. Let me know how it's going. Let me know if you have any questions. And you know what? Before we close this podcast, let me pray with you one time. I want to pray that God just gives you a great, compelling vision. So here we go. Lord God, I just pray for everybody listening to this podcast. I pray, God, right now that your vision would overflow them. I, I know that you have a great purpose and a vision for their future. I pray that they can see beyond the circumstances and the obstacles that are in front of them right now, and that they can lift up their eyes beyond that and see as far as they can see, God. I thank you that they can dream again, Father. And I pray, God, that those that are committing to read the Bible, Lord, that you would speak to them, that, Lord, you would cause them all, Lord God, to commit to reading the Bible, Father. And as they do, I thank you, God, that you're going to speak to them. They're going to dial into that frequency, and you're going to show them who they really are. They're going to increase their belief about who they are, Father. And Lord, I just thank you, Father, as they do, their vision enlarges. And as their vision enlarges, Lord, you move mightier and stronger in their life, God. I pray for the dreamers to dream again, Father, and know that they have great and mighty things in their future. I bless them, Father, in the name of Jesus, and I thank you for the great, compelling vision that you're giving them right now in Jesus' name. So I pray you guys like this and enjoy it, and I hope it encourages you. Get a compelling vision for 2022 because it's going to be a great year, your year of abundance. God bless you guys. I'll see you guys next week. Cheers to your good life. Good, good life. I'm just living that good, good life. I'm just living that good, good life. I'm just living that good, good life. Good, good life. Yeah.